The week ahead, week 30. We're already at another week ahead. This week is mostly drug-related where Ben's concerned, and we've got a bit of Callum as well related to Stuart's postnatal depression. Monday 25th July, Kevin Rundle. Ben is surprised to spot dealer Tez giving Sam a packet of drugs at the club. Later, Phil starts to question Ben about being raped and insists on the name of the person who did it. Unsure what to do, Ben says Kathy got the wrong end of the stick and insists he wasn't raped. He then changes the subject by implying that Sam is damaging the business. Phil leaves Sam rattled by asking her some questions about this. When Ben later sees Tez, he asks him if he can score some drugs off him. After collecting Tommy from football, Ben is alarmed when Tommy finds the bag of drugs. Not realising what they are, Tommy tries to tease Ben over what it is, prompting Ben to furiously ask for them back. Tommy tells Ben that he should get rid of the drugs, but will Ben listen? Tuesday 26th July, Gemma Copping Sam decides to get Ben on side by offering a job as a co-manager of Peggy's. Later, Ben arrogantly turns up at the club, acting like the boss in front of Zach and Chelsea. Thursday 28th July Part 1, Johnny O'Neill Zach tries to get the money together to buy his car back from Rocky, but his efforts come to nothing. He feels even worse about the situation when Ben mocks him. Ben's behaviour proves to be the final straw for Zach, so he punches Ben to the ground at the club. Thursday 28th July Part 2, Johnny O'Neill Zach leaves the club following the incident with Ben. Sam is furious over Zach's behaviour, but he insists that he was suspicious that Ben has been dealing drugs at the club. Soon afterwards, the police arrive to raid the club. At the same time, Ben takes more drugs and reaches out to James. Also today, Callum tries to help Stuart after being nudged to do so by Karen. So Phil now knows about what's happened to Ben, and while it's not in the spoilers, the pictures over at the blog suggest to me that Kathy is going to break the news to Ben that she's told Phil the truth, rather than wait for Ben to find out. I also think that the message on Ben's phone is from Phil asking to meet, and he's showing her in a look-at-the-kind-of-worms-you've-opened kind of way. Pure speculation on my part, of course. At the club, and we are apparently still calling it a club, even though it's a wine bar now, Ben notices a meeting between drug dealer Tez and Auntie Sam. And obviously he'll know that it's drug-related, having seen Tez dealing drugs to James last week. This information ends up coming in useful as a way to get Phil off his back when he tries to talk to Ben about what Kathy told him the night before. Not only does Ben not want to talk about his rape, he tries to convince Phil that Kathy got it wrong and it's not true. Whether Phil believes him remains to be seen, but I could imagine that he wants to believe it didn't happen. And the insinuation about Sam clearly gets Phil's attention, and soon he's off dealing with that instead. Seeing Tez, Ben's able to buy drugs off him instead of forcing himself through sleeping with James to get them. And later, Tommy finds them as Ben's picking him up from football. Kat must be in desperate need if she's letting Ben pick him up. Seeing Tommy with the drugs panics Ben, and his reaction is probably enough to clue Tommy in on the seriousness of the situation. He advises Ben to get rid of the drugs, but I'm not sure whether I can see that happening. Unless the situation with Tommy finding them has Ben coming to a realisation he can't carry the drugs around with him in case that happens again, it makes me wonder if taking them with James makes Ben feel a certain level of safety, in the sense that he can't be caught with them, at least not alone. Sam must get wind that Ben's on to her about the drugs, because on Tuesday she makes him a co-manager of Peggy's. A wonderful idea, considering Ben's in the middle of a crisis, has sole ownership of the arches now, presumably, and has no experience of bar management, to my knowledge. 
but of course this is just about bribing him into silence. Although Ben's hardly going to speak out about the drugs since he's one of the customers himself. When he turns up to act like the boss in front of Zack and Chelsea, I can only presume he's on something, or at the very least just looking for a fight, because that's what he tends to do when he's looking to punish himself. It's a double bill on Thursday, on the telly at least, I'm sure it'll be an omnibus on Monday morning for most of us. Ben winds Zack up to the extent that he's landing a punch on Ben and sending him to the ground. It sounds like Ben mocks him about buying his car back, and then says something antagonistic enough to be the final straw. At least Kathy's there to help Ben up again, but looks like there's a suspicious-looking package on the ground next to him. Thursday's part two looks like a continuation of part one, as Zack seems to use the same method of deflection as Ben uses on Monday, telling Sam that he thinks Ben was dealing drugs. Makes me think about the possibility that Ben's bought so many drugs that the amount he's seen with makes it look like he was planning on selling them. I mean, that does look like a big packet next to him on the floor. Or alternatively, maybe it's an envelope of money that Ben was planning on using to buy drugs, and Zack assumed that he got the money from selling. The club ends up being raided by the police either way, no doubt bringing an end to the drug dealing. Ben appears to have enough drugs left to take some more, but he presumably reaches out to James because he knows he won't be able to get any more at Peggy's, and assumes James will have another source for his drugs. It speaks to his desperation to stop feeling the way he's feeling, be it through distraction or just blocking all feeling out full stop. Don't think Phil will be too happy that Sam's willingly allowed drug dealing in Peggy's and technically been the source for Ben's substance abuse. Also on Thursday, Karen finally acts on her suspicion that Stuart's suffering from postnatal depression and speaks to Callum about it, nudging him to go and speak to Stuart about getting help. I get the feeling that chat might be quite illuminating. His recent chats with Stuart have tended to be. Their last chat highlighted Callum's hopes about not dying alone, and the time before that he was talking about a lad's holiday with Ben still clearly on his mind. And before that, he talks about the importance of marriage vows. So one wonders what will come of this chat that we can relate to Balam, tenuously or otherwise. This is a Balam blog, after all. It's purely projection on my part because I would love to see it. But if the chat addressed baby Roland specifically, and how just because Stuart's not with Rainey doesn't mean he can't be a part of Roland's life when he's ready, Maybe we'd get some kind of realisation from Callum that the same goes for him and Lexi. It just niggles at me that Lexi saw Callum as her other dad. Not to mention the fact that Lexi is still his stepdaughter. And it might be nice to see him maybe making an effort with her, regardless of how things are with Ben. Plus, we've already heard Lexi say she misses him. I just think there's potential there for the chat to benefit Callum as well as Stuart. After the spoilers came out at the start of the week, more were released on Friday night following the events of Thursday's episode, including the details of Phil talking to Ben. Even though you could watch the entire week on iPlayer, even before the first lot of spoilers were released. This box set must be a nightmare for the PR team. Regardless, there are some additional strands to slot in, including this one. Kathy is horrified to see Kirat and Vinny have destroyed the Arches sign. Kirat tells Kathy he wants out of the business, and if Ben doesn't give him the cash within three days, he'll face the consequences. The next day, Kathy turns to Phil for money to help buy Kira out. However, he reveals he doesn't have the cash and thinks Ben is fine. Determined to find the cash, Rocky advises against Kathy's plan to get Gavin's sister to release money from his estate. Kathy ignores Rocky and asks anyway, but will she get the cash? There were no dates given, but it looks like this strand relates to a few other stories throughout the week, including Phil thinking Ben is fine, presumably, after their chat on Monday, 
and Zack scrambling for the cash to buy his car back and hearing about Cathy reaching out to Gavin's sister. My presumption is that he's unable to get the money from Gavin's estate because Cathy's already been given it to help Ben out and this contributes to his anger at Ben on the Thursday. But that's not confirmed. But I do think Ben's got enough going on and so Cathy will be successful and Kirat will be bought out of the arches. Not sure what that'll mean for the arches as a business though since it was struggling last year. Maybe Ben might need to hold on to his co-manager job at Peggy's. Although, in all honesty, he's in no state to be working at all. In other news, the nominees for the Inside Soap Awards are out, and Max has got a nomination for Best Actor. Ben's Rape is up for Best Storyline. Make sure you cast your vote before 9th September. And lots of the cast have been spotted filming what is presumably Phil and Kat's wedding, including Max as Ben in a suit. If it's happening on September the 12th, as has been said on screen, that's about seven to eight weeks to go, and anything can happen between now and then. <laughs> 